it surely has been a very long time since we have aired from Kampala, Uganda to you, our lovely loyal followers on the African Diaspora News Channel. My name is Douglas Majoga and I'm happy to be back. I do want to send a very big shout out to Brother Phil Scott, our Uncle Phil, to Brother Kellen Cash, uh, Sister Wongel Zelalem, uh, Sister Dimitri Kaye, and all our new contributors and commentators with the African Diaspora News Channel. Surely I see that uh, the, bridge, the bridges are being built very systematically, very wisely. And I really want to you know, thank Brother Phil Scott on behalf of the leadership of the African Diaspora News Channel for reaching out, for creating these bridges, for the voice from the African continent to reach our folk in the diaspora and for the voice of our diaspora folk to reach you know, the stems of the motherland. So um, I really want to thank the whole team, the leadership of the African Diaspora News Channel, Brother Kellen Cash, uh, Sister Ongel, I'll be following the videos, Sister Dimitri Kaye, and Uncle Phil. Thank you guys so much for putting flesh and sinew onto this vision, the Pan-African reunification vision. Um, I just wanted to share um, uh, some some leads and some updates on what we have been doing for the time that we have been under the radar um uh, first of all i really want to thank every comment you know every content creator that's out there whether you do your, co your content from youtube instagram or facebook pan-african content particularly that content that is geared towards um uh, building bridges between you know the african continent and our distant folk in the diaspora so we surely have uh, broken through uh, we have broken through to the government of Uganda and next month we are um, we are welcoming they arrive on the 18th we are welcoming the first delegation from America uh, the delegation of African Americans well that's 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 for purposes of general understanding but they are not African Americans we know that these are Africans in America so we are welcoming the first delegation next month. Uh, shout out to Sister Charlie Spence. Shout out to Brother Larry. Shout out to Brother Jerry. Shout out to uh, Brother Sam. And shout out to Sister Maketa that are already confirmed that they will be coming. Um, uh, and the reason that they're coming is very simple. We are creating avenues. Uh, we are creating platforms for there to be dialogue, for dialogue to begin between the governments on the African continent you know the leaders of the different you know countries on the african continent with groups from the diaspora because um as long as we are you know two continents apart and talking about this this vision of you know reunifying africa of creating bridges for our diaspora folk to return to the motherland with their families and set up businesses and repatriate permanently um, uh, this vision will not be realized as long as we are uh, airing our our desires from two different you know continents and so we have um, we have come to a consensus that it is extremely imperative that we do we, we, we take practical steps towards opening these conversations in on the African continent in that, and that is why we have invited this delegation from America and thank God they already booked all their tickets and I believe that uh, by the grace of the Lord uh, next year we shall have Uncle Phil, Brother Kellen and the entire leadership from, uh, from, from the African Diaspora News Channel 
they'll be joining us in the convention that is coming that is going to be happening next year by the grace of the lord so we have already um, we have identified a group that is going to be speaking on behalf of the diasporans on behalf of especially the american diaspora the, the you know the, the africans in america you know our sister Shirley spence she's on the team but she's she's a unique um uh, team member because she is from the caribbeans but she resettled to america particularly she's from trinidad and tobago and so um uh, it is about time that we began these conversations because thank god for social media thank god for you know the internet but there is only so much that the internet can do we need to have physical conversations with the leadership of the different countries in africa and our cause our case is um, uh, we have our distant folk that were kidnapped taken away you know from the motherland during the era of slavery and now it is high time that they return home and be a part of our joint economic resurrection you know and uh this is what we are saying and this is the truth that uh, the diaspora they are what's the word that i'm looking for they're like a silver bullet quote-unquote you know because um uh, the diasporans are not afraid of the system because you know the system that we are so afraid of you know because when you try to speak up against you know these injustices the you know that this the, the, the neo-colonial forces are perpetrating on the african continent be it you know through um uh, funding wars or destabilizing economies or destabilizing families or uh contaminating our education system when they see that uh you know you're you're, you're, you're rising you're, you, it's a voice that is rising from the motherland so when they realize that their voices coming from the african continent they maneuver they go under the carpets they use different people in places of power to silence the voices from the motherland now the diasporans are a very peculiar a very unique group of people because they have grown up under the very system that we on the continent you know quote unquote are so very careful to speak about or address you know and they know how the system operates and our case is um, uh, when we are speaking to different uh, leaders of different governments, particularly Uganda, um, uh, Tanzania, uh, we've been to Zimbabwe, I was there l late last year, um, uh, South Africa, uh, um, uh, well, we've been to Kenya, Kenya. Well, Kenya, I'm actually going back, I think in about two weeks, to resume this conversation. But this is what we are saying. We are we are alerting the Af governments on the african continent that there is there is now it is now time that we began to treat the diaspora like the sixth state that they are yes they are a people they are a country they are a nation of their own and they want to come to the african continent not only to reestablish their you know contact with the place of their heritage not only to re to re re-rediscover re their roots not only to not only to relocate to the motherland and set up business but also to become a permanent part of the uh, economic and social cultural development of the african continent because the unique the unique um uh, factor about the diaspora is unlike other investment groups from different you know continents the asians the europeans you know the arabs the white american corporations uh, they come they, they come to, to 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 excavate 
and repatriate whatever they get, whether it's minerals, whether it's you know funds that is derived from companies they set up. They repatriate all those profits to the countries of the origin. But now the diasporans they are unique because they are they're not coming to to excavate and take. No, they are coming to become permanent part of the resurrection, you know, be it political, be it social, be it cultural, be it economic, especially economic, you know, resurrection of the African continent. And this is unique in the sense that, uh, yeah, they're, they're not just coming to, 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 to grab and then run away. They're coming here to set up systems, structures that are going to help in reviving Africa as a continent, Africa as a kingdom. And so this is, these are the conversations that we're having. Um, with leaders of different African countries. And that is why this group that is coming next month, it's already confirmed, that is why this is a very prophetic move. It is a very momentous event that is going to happen because um, uh, now it will be possible to put faces to the people about, you know, about whom we have been talking for a very long time. It's been almost, maybe it's coming to three years now since we have been talking about this and uh, I really want to thank the, you know, the brothers and the sisters that, I have, that have made up their mind that they will come to Uganda next month and we are going to have these conversations with the people in power. And I would like to send a big shout out to Sister Olivia Nantongo, our um, uh, Director of Trade and Investment with the Office of the President. She sits in America. Uh, under the diaspora unit. I really want to send a shout out to you. Sister Olivia Nantongo, you know, she's helping us, you know, connect uh, with, the, with, with key people that are going to help ease this meeting that is happening next month. So this is what we are, this is our takeaway. Um, uh, we, re we really want to have these conversations on the African continent. And I urge other leaders of different diaspora groups, whether you are a leader of a group, in, you know, an African group, an African diaspora group in Europe, be you a lead of an Africa, of a, of an, a group, um, I'm talking about black people, African people, you know, just to be particular. Whether you be in the Caribbeans and you have a group of people, whether in the Americas, it doesn't matter. It is high time that we began having these conversations when we are right here on the motherland. So because when these brothers and sisters come next month, we are going to have a very good time. Of course, we shall go, you know, show them some sights and sounds, and then we have very sensitive meetings. And what we are requesting um, uh, ease of doing business, number one, and number two, we are requesting uh, them to be. We are requesting the governments of different African continents to um, to put policies in place to accord them citizenship in very in a very fairly easy way. Yeah, and also um, uh, to, to award them um, import-export waivers because these are already um, benefits that other people are enjoying, except we. For example, <coughs> if, you, if a Chinese person came here, if a European person came here, a British or American businessman came here, they'll get about 5, 10, 20 years of tax holiday. They'll get investment incentives. They'll probably get land. They would uh, be given import, export waivers. So these are benefits that other nationalities are enjoying except our Africans from the diaspora. And that is why I'm, I'm encouraging every person that has a, that oversees a, a, a group, you know, from the diaspora. Let's get organized and come so we can begin having these conversations right from here. We are available to help you. We are available to make the, the necessary connections with the, with the right people, the right people in power. And this is what we are saying 
is the importance of this meeting that is happening next month right here in Uganda. We shall be having it from the 22nd to the 25th. And I believe that, you know, as the Lord grants us grace, um, next year we shall have it, you know, we shall have, we would love to invite uh, our team of leadership from the African diaspora, particularly opening, opening up, you know, the portals, opening up these conversations, because that is how it's going to begin. We begin with conversations and introduce our case for the diaspora. Because keeping in mind that a lot of, you know, some of our African leaders in Africa are sitting on, uh, they're, they're simply images. They are, you know, they are they're simply agents of neo-colonial forces. So we, have, we are also very sensitive as to whom we speak to and to what depth we go and exactly what parts of our vision not to share, you know. But uh, so this is basically what we are all about, strongly encouraging um, our folk to come and we begin having these conversations right here. There is hope. There is a lot of hope. There is a lot of hope on the, on the horizon because I see, and actually, um, uh, to my surprise, if I may speak, there, is, there seems to be a weightier awakening in the diaspora about Africa than there seems to be on the continent. I think this is a spiritually you know, ordained uh, imperative you know, by God, in my opinion, because I've, I follow a lot of uh, content from African-Americans, from uh, you know, people from the Caribbean, and I, they seem to have an edge on the awakening that is happening globally about Africa. There seems to be that uh, urge, that untamable urge to return to the motherland. But I think, I mean, even on the motherland, even on the continent of Africa, there are many people in different, across you know, the entire continent that are really, really awakened about what is happening, about you know, the global oppression of African people, uh, whether economically or, or uh, socially or politically. But the, the, you know, the, the awakening seems to be more potent. It seems to be weightier you know, across the Atlantic, in the Americas, in the Caribbeans, in, in, you know, even in Europe. So we will, let, let us merge this awakening so we can birth the right fruit. And, I, and, I, and, I, and by that, um, uh, I admonish everyone again that, is, that oversees a group in the diaspora to, to begin making plans to have these conversations. Not emails are good, letters are good, but the best of all is we, when we are having these conversations with actual leaders in government. Um, uh, if, you, if you are a leader of an African diaspora group outside of Africa, you know, particularly in America and the Caribbean, you're free to reach out uh, to us. You know, our contact information will be pinned in the, in the description of the video so we can help set up the right people that you can talk to. We are basically asking the governments of the African continent to open up particularly to the diaspora so they can come do their thing. So they, can, they can come bring their wealth of skill, their wealth of knowledge, experiences across the academia, experiences across the medical field, experiences across agriculture, experiences across you know, business and entrepreneurship, you know, I mean, across the financial sector. We need to open up very quickly because unlike the other groups, unlike the other groups, these are part of Africa. They, we are them, they are us. You know, we are the same people. Unfortunately, they were taken by forcefully out of their motherland. So we, we, we have to handle them with compassion, with love, with, uh, with, with a lot of uh, sympathy and empathy 
with regard to the policies that address the reason as to, to their coming. In my lifetime, in my lifetime, I will live to see a great repatriation, a great exodus back to the African continent of our folk in the Caribbean, in America, in Europe, you know, in uh, Asia and the Middle East. So um, uh, as I'm closing, I just wanted to share the progress of uh, the event that we are having next month, uh, the group that is coming from America, with whom we are going to meet our leaders here in Uganda. And uh, those are the three arms of this meeting. Uh, we are talking about business in the incentives, we are talking about uh, citizenship, and we are talking about repatriation policy. Already these are conversations, already they have already spoken to our leaders here. The, our, our brethren from the Americas have already spoken to the leaders here. So it's just consolidating the conversations that we have been having over a period of time. So uh, till, ne till next time, my name is Douglas Majuega, and I'm coming to you from Kampala, Uganda. Thank you for all, all, all everyone that is supporting the African Diaspora News Channel. So as I am closing, I would really love to send a very, very big shout out. I would like to express my gratitude to Brother Phil Scott for providing platform you know, for the voices to flow from the African continent to the diaspora and also for the voices from the diaspora to flow to Africa because now these conversations are happening in people's households. Yes, they are happening in people's households and that is a very good place to begin. And now we are saying now we need to have physical dialogue, physical dialogue between the different diaspora groups and the different leaders on the African continent. This is a campaign that we have already started. I think we started this campaign in 2021. We have been to uh, uh, Zimbabwe, Botswana, and Tanzania. These, these are the corridors of the African continent where we are having these conversations of uh, repatriation policy, ease of doing business, and awarding of dual citizenship. This is what we are advocating for. And I know in my lifetime, all this will be actualized, even as the Lord grants us grace. So. Um, I'm signing out. Thank you for your support to the African Diaspora News Channel, the different content contributors, the different commentators, and the different uh, um, uh, reporters. So God bless you. Um, and I once again, I would like to remind you um, uh, about our event that is happening next month, 22nd to the 25th of June, right here in Kampala. We are having the African Diaspora Investment and Community Expo. We have already confirmed some people that are coming. It's a group that we are going to sit down with our leaders in Uganda to discuss the aforementioned uh, items, citizenship, investment, and repatriation. And I believe that it's going to be an extremely fruitful and uh, uh, beneficial um, uh, meeting that we are having. And uh, so I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.